grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is Jeremiah 23. Here again, the part that reads, The angel of the Lord will not turn back until he has executed and accomplished the intent of his heart. In the latter days, you will understand it clearly. I did not send the prophets, and they ran. I did not speak to them, and yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel, then they would have proclaimed my, my people from their evil way and from the evil you may be seated. Well, last week I gave you a snippet from the episode of House. There's another scene right before the father decides to send his son to the hospital. You see, the son had been receiving treatment at home. The father is debating about getting different medical advice because things aren't improving. No, they are getting worse. The son looks up to the father and says, Dad, am I going to die? The father responds, No, it will be all right. And the son replies, how do you know? How do you know? Well, we can know, at least in part. As Jeremiah says, it is to be in the counsel of God. There is where we have God's word. There is something wrong, really wrong, God's remind, and God's Word reminds us that things are bad, really bad. And so God has a choice either to punish now or to punish later. In the latter days, you will understand it clearly. Today is just as bad at the time of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is called the weeping prophet. He knows what is coming he has heard the counsel of God and he is warning God's people. But they have become complacent. People are telling each other, the religious leaders and the proclaimers of God's word, the prophets are saying, like we hear today, everything is going to be okay. There's no disaster that shall come on you. But Jeremiah reminds us that it is bad. It is really bad. There is disaster coming from the north. The Babylonians are coming to destroy them. But it's not because of that the Babylonians are so hell-bent on destroying God's people. It is because God's people don't see that it's bad. It's really that bad. What is going on? God's people still have Solomon's temple. God validated it, that this place would be the place where his grace would be for humanity by filling it with his glory. The people had become confident. And any threat that would come upon them, they would say, but we have the temple. In other words, we've got God's protection. See this building? It's going to be okay. 
Now, we probably have those special things in life that we use so that things turn out better, right? You know that special skillet or pan where it just seems that whatever's made just comes out right, doesn't it? Or you have that special brand and, you know, they fit just right. Or that trusty tool that whenever we use it, it's the difficulty. But that only goes so far. There are those that have that trusty screwdriver. They carry it wherever they go. To their job interview? To the casino? Because it's a lucky good charm. Now, you might laugh at that. However, there's a kid that wouldn't wash his socks because of the first game that he won. And every team, every time he wore those socks, it seemed like they would win the game. Can you imagine what it was like after the season? Or that rabbit's foot. Wasn't so lucky for the rabbit, was it? What about God's place of worship? It isn't a good luck charm to keep evil away so that you can do, so that you can get whatever you want, however you want. You see, that's the problem at the time of Jeremiah. They had the temple, but outside, they had to deal with a different kind of world. Outside the temple, they had to live with people that weren't like them. They were a different religion, different religious views, different morals, no morals. And in that way, it was a time much like our own. Even their government had pressures because the countries that they had to get along with. And that went all the way back to Solomon. You remember Solomon and his many wives from many different countries? Solomon would pacify them and their families by building altars to their various gods. Yeah, they were a practical people trying to make things work. You know if it works, well, do it. Times are different, and yet they are much the same. You are practical people. But just as it was for the people at the time of Jeremiah, as it was for the people then, it is, a danger, it is dangerous to start trusting things that are beyond their proper use, beyond the clear word of God. For example, thinking that if I attend worship at least once a month or watch online or a podcast, I'm okay. I'm okay if I give electronically or make sure that I have something in the offering. You see, God, the worship of God is not a rabbit's foot for good luck. The disaster is still coming. And it's bad. It's really that bad. In fact, do you read the gospel reading? What kind of good news did you hear? I didn't hear any. I came to cast fire on the earth, Jesus said, and would that it already would be kindled. 
and then Jesus tells about family dissension, signs of the end times, and calls people who, tell, who can tell what the weather is going to be like but can't tell about the impending doom, that calls them hypocrites. So as the people of God, what then do we do? Jeremiah reminds us that there are always going to be those people who have wild ideas about the, how the universe works, God works, or even how good luck charms and demons work. But when God's word is spoken, may it be spoken faithfully. It will sift out the chaff. It will break the hard heart. For the Lord said, What has straw in common with wheat? declares the Lord, is not my word like a fire, declares the Lord, like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. So God's choice to punish. When? You see, the fiery hammer of God's word started coming down on creation the instant Adam and Eve distrusted God's word and listened to the serpent's word. Our first parents thought they could get ahead by mixing God's word with the serpent's word. And that hammer continued to burn through time, heading towards earth until it hit the rock, our Lord Jesus Christ, killing him instead of condemning us. He provided us a shield from God's wrath God's choice to punish him until we wait until that final day these are the latter days do you see it clearly is everything going to be all right well no and yes no for anything or anyone outside of God's grace in Jesus Christ. Anyone who thinks that they can have it both ways. For that fiery hammer is now going to come in the hand of our Lord Jesus Christ to completely crush anything and anyone outside of his grace. For God's word reminds us in 1 Corinthians 6, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, for neither the sexually immoral idolaters or adulterers or men who practice homosexuality or thieves or greedy or drunkards or revilers or swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. But yes, for Paul continues to write in that same chapter, and such some of you were, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. That's where our confidence has to lie, in Jesus Christ himself and what he has done for us. It is not that we were baptized as if it was a fire insurance, but it is that we are baptized into Christ himself. There we were and are forgiven because of Jesus. In baptism, we were and are adopted as God's children. In baptism, we were and are justified and proclaimed not guilty. We are given these gifts so that we can live the new life that God has given to us. These 
are the latter days in Jesus. Coloring Easter eggs. It's always a fun time. My mom would go ahead and make sure that we wouldn't get stains on everything else except for the egg, right? At least that was the hope. But always interesting, after you finished doing Easter eggs, was to go ahead and mix up all the colors. Or even go ahead and find some bleach and put a drop in there and watch it. The color just disappears. When Jesus forgives your sins, it is wiped clean before God. It disappears. Of course, it was also interesting when taking the color crayon and, you know, and writing on the egg, and then when you dip it in the coloring, then the design would show up. But unlike just writing on the egg, covers us totally, protecting us. But as we live our life, it seems like that old nature just seems to crack the wax off and we get exposed once again to the world that is around us. And it peeks out and we get stained once again. We've come here to confess our sins, but also to have those stains once again removed so that sinful nature once again would be crushed by the hammer of God's word, but the new life once again renewed in us. Last week we explored the working with God's Word, was to hear, to read, to examine, to memorize, and to meditate. We heard that to be in God's Word is the way that the Holy Spirit continues to work in our lives and to face the challenges of this world. When we are in God's Word, we hear what is going on in the counsel of God. So when you see evil in the world, when you see people mixing Christianity with other things, and things indeed getting worse, be reminded, it is that bad. And God's fiery hammer comes to crush anything that would oppose him in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. But when he does, it is good news for us who rest in our Lord Jesus Christ. For in Christ, we have all that is needed for us and our salvation. Amen. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.